This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Previously on In The Moment. I thought I had the greatest fantasy team of all time, and they all just one by one. I even had Calvin Ridley, man. He just don't want to play football no more, mental health reasons. I get it, but damn. How is it that every single person I drafted is either hurt or out the league? George Kittle, too. He ain't played in five weeks. I did my best, but I guess my best wasn't good enough. Hey, saying this to say, hey, don't play fantasy football, man. If you don't do it, don't do it. Don't do it. Live in reality. Ain't nothing cute about fantasy, especially when you didn't bring your A game. All right, let's get into shout-outs. You might feel a little hopeless and broken, but don't you quit. Because I swear to God, you probably even closer than you think. She get overwhelming, that's why I be smoking when I drink. Shout-out to Atlanta United. I went to my first Atlanta United game. It was crazy. It was lit. The atmosphere is crazy. Let's just talk about it. It's different. If you've never been to an Atlanta United game, I suggest you go at least once, even if you're not in to football, because it's, it's just lit, man. There's no other way to put it. There's one particular section. Yo, they rocking the entire game. Nonstop. I don't know how much Adderall is over there in that section, but they don't stop. The whole game. The whole, the whole game. Yo, they called a timeout. They were still rocking. Like, it's non. Stop. It's impressive. It's the kind of support everybody needs in their life. And I missed the first goal when Atlanta United scored. I'm sure the place went crazy, but I was still trying to get to my seat because every time I come into an arena, I'm always the exact point that is the furthest from where my seat is. I don't know how I pull that shit off every time, but I do. So I missed that goal. The only goal I did see was the goal when the other team scored. But I thought, well, the good thing is they'll have a kickoff now because it's one-to-one. Nope. They were just like, all right, that's the game, folks. Good night. I don't really know how football works, so I don't know when you get in overtime and when you don't. But I didn't get one. I was mad about that. But I did get to see Atlanta United play, and now I'm a fan. So shout out to Atlanta United. I also learned another thing about confidence, because there's a gentleman on Atlanta United. I can't remember his name, but he has, like, blondish hair. He got a lot of swag, and he had, like, four opportunities to score a goal. Blew all of them. And I was sitting in there mad like I knew what was going on. Come on, fam! Dude next to me was like, right? I'm like, yeah, man. And then after the game, I saw him, like, come out. He was the only player that actually came out, and he was, like, telling his family to come to the front and hugging him and taking pictures. And I was like, see, confidence, even when you sucked. That man did not bring his A game, but he brought his family. Who's next? Shout out to my parents. They're celebrating their 27th anniversary today. 
as I'm recording this, 27 years of marriage, of love, of being one of the best unions I've ever known. It's a beautiful thing when your parents can give you a snapshot, perfect picture of what marriage and love really looks like, the ups and downs, and to love each other and be there for each other and support each other for 27 years, especially today. It's no easy feat, man. You don't see that every day. So to my parents, I love you both, and I hope you are celebrating yourselves on this special day. Because I know people can't make it 27 minutes, 27 months, or 27 weeks. Damn sure can't make it no 27 years. I don't think I've done anything for 27 years other than breathe. Shout out to (laughs) y'all. Happy anniversary. Speaking of family, shout out to my aunt Pat. And the reason I'm giving my aunt Pat a shout out is because every once in a while in life, you got to admit that you were wrong, even if no one knew you were wrong. And there's a time in my life when I was wrong and no one ever knew, but I'm telling it now and here. Or should I say here and now? Shout out to Luther. I am not usually the kind of person that associates names with people who don't have anything to do with something you saw someone else with that name do. What I mean by that is there are a lot of times when people will say, yo, I don't rock with no one named Cynthia because of what Cynthia put me through. They do it with Zodiac signs as well. Y'all never date a Leo again because of what that Leo put me through. And I get it. A lot of people do that. I don't really believe in that. What you got with that person is what you got with that person. Like you can't think that everybody with that name is responsible for what that one person did with that name. And I stand on that. There was only one time in my life when I didn't. Because I didn't think it was possible for me to judge someone based off of just having a name. I always thought it was stupid. And then my Aunt Pat told us one day that she had met a man. And I said, oh, that's glorious. I'm happy for you. What's his name, Auntie? And she said, Ike. I said, no, the fuck is not. (laughs) Ain't no Ike. It'd be anything else. It ain't no Ike. It's no, it's Ike, Freeze. I said, what? Why would you date an Ike? Ain't see what that man did to Tina? You kidding me? You can't date no Ike. You could date a Mike. You could date a Pike. You can't date no Ike, man. Malike. But you can't date an Ike. There's no way you can be a fan of Tina Turner or of the culture or of anything and date a man named Ike. Imagine your aunt told you they dating somebody. What's his name? Papa Joe. Yeah, wait, what? It's certain names. I get it now. Ike was one of those names to me. I met him. He was all sweet. He's nice. The nicest guy you ever want to meet. This man was great. He had amazing energy. His aura was through the roof. Clean cut. Smell good. I said, hold up, Ike. <laughs> I don't believe you. You need more people. I would not believe that this man was a good man simply because his name was Ike. The only Ike I ever thought had good taste in anything was the Ike that came with the Mike. Gotta at least have a brother named Mike for me to believe that he's good at anything. It's a great candy. However, you coming by yourself? Nah. And I was just looking at pictures the other day of my aunt living her best life, which she does so well. Shout out to my auntie. And there she was, kicking it with Ike. They've been together for years, such a beautiful couple. She's living such a beautiful life, and I just had to admit to myself, damn it, I was wrong. You cannot judge a man 
by his name. Who's next? All right, let's get down to business. Y'all listen. If it's anything I love, I love me a black woman. But if we keeping it all the way funky in here, Jada Pinkett is out here, out her damn mind. <laughs> hey, free will. Somebody got to say it. We out here living in a country where we are supposed to be operating off of free will. And that is the movement that I am about to start. Hashtag free will. Which is what Will Smith should utilize to get the hell out of this situation. I know y'all, some of y'all going to want to kill me. I know. I know. But somebody got to stand up for Will Smith, man. Here is a couple that has not been very open about their marriage or relationship for a very long time. They've pretty much shown you what they've wanted you to see. And I touched on this last week, but some new things have happened that I now want to address. First of all, I'm so confused by the timing of all of this. They are now opening up about their marriage and relationship, being very vocal about it. Fine. It's out there. That's what they want to do in order to help or inspire or whatever the reason. Cool. My thing is this. Will Smith is currently on a press run for his book. This man is touching on domestic violence that he witnessed as a child and the times in his life when he had suicidal thoughts. Meanwhile, Jada Pinkett, at the same exact time, is on a press run of her own where she's sitting at the red table talking to a woman who is selling her vagina and candles about how trash Jada and Will's sex life is in their marriage. Yo, haven't you done enough, Jada? Will is getting his ass kicked. Every time I turn around, why is she trashing their sex life to Gwyneth Paltrow while Will is talking about suicide? Something tells me they didn't necessarily coordinate this one. Hey, why does Will keep losing? Now, I know some of you are going to say, Mo, don't do that. Because Jada has done her dirt, Will has done his dirt. They're probably right. You know what the difference is? Before Will started opening up about certain things in his book, we've had no idea who he's done his dirt with. That's the difference. I'm pretty sure, from the outside looking in, that at some point, Will and Jada sat down and said, yo, basically you do your thing, I'm going to do my thing, let's just hold it down in the public. Cool, stay business. But the difference is in the choices they made. Because Jada messed with August, not the month, the singer. Because my birthday is in that month. So what we're not going to do is trash August. But they had what is now known as an entanglement. No one ever even knew what an entanglement was. You know why? Because it wasn't a thing. But she comes up with this fancy-ass word to try to describe this bum-ass relationship she had. And all of a sudden... Everybody wants to be in an entanglement. This man went and made a whole song with Rick Ross called Entanglement. Meanwhile, Will's sitting at the table with the posture and the face of a man who was fully defeated. Listening to this woman talk about the entanglement that she had with August. And of course, Will came back and said, yo, it wasn't like that. I was just tired. Hey, let me tell you something, man. 
I know what that looks like. I know what it looks like when a man is in a position where he got so much leverage and drama and so much he could say, but he can't. So he has to eat it. He has to just sit there and just let all of this happen because if he really goes where he know he can go, oh, it's going to get so much worse. So Will sat there and ate it. You damn right he looked exhausted. That's the most exhausting shit in the world. You got to sit there and let somebody fire off on you, and you know you got so much, but you just got to hold it. Oh, I know that look. That's the look. So Jada got that off. She been crying about Tupac every year since Tupac's passing. I love Pac, but Pac been gone for a long time, man. Why is she still publicly talking about how much she misses Tupac with the little tongue out emojis? Put your tongue in your mouth, Jada. You're married to Will Smith. Not to mention, Will Smith ain't just anybody. Will Smith is like a top five black man of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's Will Smith. Find another five Will Smiths. You'd struggle. And she's treating this man like he's July. Like August came and all of a sudden it no longer matters because it's a thing of the past. Will should have been September. I remember. A lot of y'all pretend like y'all know the words of that song, too, that Earth, Wind, and Fire song. Y'all don't know what they say. It's one of my favorite songs ever, but I ain't going to sit and act like I know every word. But that's another point for another day. So Jada's sleeping with the ghost of Tupac while she's in this marriage. August. Meanwhile, yes, I'm sure Will has had his moments, but obviously the people he chose to have those moments with, they have not said anything. That's the difference. You have not heard a word from anyone because he made the right choices. Now he's being punished for that. So he has to sit there at this red table and let her get this entanglement juice all off. Oh. The man said himself, I'm going to get you back. So what was Will's idea of getting her back? It couldn't have been this. Will's talking about how he was once in love. Stocker Channing. I believe that's how you pronounce her name. No disrespect if it's not. That wasn't even during the marriage with Jada. That was during his first marriage. Jada wins again. Y'all ever think about what Will is really going through? All of the music Will Smith can no longer listen to? He already can't listen to R. Kelly like the rest of us. Can't listen to Tory Lanez like the rest of us. Now he can't listen to August Alcina. He can't listen to Tupac. What is he supposed to do? Get jiggy with it for the rest of his damn life? Nah, 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 yo. That's not right. How many times can this man go to Miami or the Wild Wild West? How would you feel if you created the music Will Smith created and now that's the only shit you could listen to because Jada done canceled all of the other men who make music? He can't listen to Jada Kiss, too close to his wife. What is he supposed to do? They got grown kids who are running around having to listen to their mom just trash their dad's sex game. Can you imagine Anytime my dad has even tried to do that in the house, yo, me and your mother, hey, hey, pop, hey, hey, hey mm-mm, nope. I ain't Will. I ain't Willow. I ain't Jaden. Nah, not doing it. They telling everybody. Just telling Gwyneth everything. Free Will. Somebody said, hey, we should send Will Smith to Future. Future said, I'd rather hang out with Jada respectfully. 
Y'all keep playing with this whole Justin LaBoy respectfully thing, trying to be cute. Y'all remember when he tried to get that off with Migos, what happened, right? Well, if you don't look it up, Justin LaBoy, we discovered he damn sure ain't Justin LaMan that day. They beat that ass respectfully. <laughs> Y'all keep thinking this respectfully thing is cute. All right, boy. Hey, hey Will Smith got to see Future now. That's hands. August, Future. Come on, Will got to fight a month in the year? And somebody's entire presence that's coming up? Yo, this is crazy. When does it stop? Free? Will, it's Mike Lowry. Something ain't right? Mike Lowry would have never allowed this to happen. The guy in the Wild Wild West? Certainly. This is right up his alley. But Mike? Nah. And you know what we don't talk about often enough? If we're keeping it all the way 100? I'm somewhat just putting this into perspective. I don't know any of these things to be factual, just kind of giving an idea of what I think happens too often. A lot of the times we'll see celebrity men, Will Smith, for example, be with a woman, marry a woman, have a child with a woman before they become the celebrity that we know. In this case, I believe the woman's name is Cherie. And think about it. I believe that they met at a time when he was pretty much Fresh Prince. He was William Smith then. We didn't really know who he was. He was getting his life right. That happens to a lot of people. As a guy, you know, you're with the lady who's with you before you have anything, before you really become the guy that you have become. Now he's Will Smith. With the fame, with the fortune, with the money, with all the things, he now has Jada Pinkett. Would Jada Pinkett have been with him if he wasn't Will Smith? I don't know, but I doubt it. You know what Will did? From what it appears to be, he did her pretty wrong. Did a dirty, was running around thinking about Miss Channing. I think she was pregnant, a whole bunch of things. Not the point. The point is, it appears, again, I don't know for sure, but it appears that she got the rough end of the deal. And then once he became Will Smith, he went and got a Jada Pinkett. And now look what the man is going through. Look what Jada's doing to him. We see this with the D-Wades of the world. I don't know what happened in that first relationship. I just know that it appears that once he got with Gabrielle Union, we just started seeing pictures of his ex-wife homeless. Now, I'm not saying that you have to stay with the first person you were with. I don't know what they did on their end of it. I don't know. But what I do know is a lot of times in life, and I'm not even only referring to these two situations, I'm just using them as examples. You get the guy who had the woman who was with him when he had nothing. He does her wrong. He goes on to become this big-time celebrity with all of this money, and he meets a Gabrielle Union level of a woman who I don't think would be with you if you weren't who you are. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But you know what happens? For some reason, they always seem to shit on the woman that was there when you had nothing, even if they have your child. Now, again, some of it is because maybe those women were toxic. I don't know. But I can't believe that in every situation, it was the woman's fault. Some of these dudes, it is what it is. We're going to call a spade a spade. They get big. They go get the woman who only wants them because they're big, and they now... Leave the woman who was with them when they had nothing out to dry. And if that's what's taking place, 
That's corny, in my humble opinion. Right, wrong, or indifferent, if you were with me when I had nothing, and now I have the world and I'm with the woman that is with me since I've had the world, you and I may not work, you and I may never be together again. But especially if you have my child, one thing that's for certain, if you were with me when I had nothing, I will always make sure that you have something. That's just me. Kanye once had a famous line, but when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. You know what Kanye did to his first love? Left her ass for a white girl. Get down, girl. Go ahead, get down. And look what Kanye's going through. He's going through Pete Davidson, who might be the white Lori Harvey. Hey, I learned a long time ago, there is something to, whether it's Pete Davidson or it's Lori Harvey, there is something to getting the person that everybody either wants or can't get. Then all of a sudden, everybody of the opposite sex wants you now. I remember being a kid and watching the guy get all the women, and I thought to myself, these women will certainly think he's a hoe. He's sleeping with all the women. They'll now want me. Nah, that's not how it works. You know what they wanted? Him. Because they wanted to know why did all these other women want him. And I learned the game. I said, oh, no woman wants the guy that no woman wants. Women want the guy that all the women want. Vice versa. That's how you see the Lori Harveys and so on and so forth. They seem to be like with every guy. Oh, she got Michael B. Jordan. Well, I have to know how. What is he doing? Pete Davidson has now put himself in that conversation. They all want him. Say what you want about him. They all want him. Because what is it? Now, he'll always be able to get the girl. Oh, you got Kim Kardashian? Say less. That's how it works. It only takes one. So that's what's going on. But meanwhile, while all of this is happening, Will Smith is still not free. And I watched that guy go and be a hoe, and then all of the girls wanted him because he was a hoe. And then I grew up, and I said, you know what I'm going to do? They said, what you going to do, Mo? I said, I'm going to be a hoe. You know what the women said? what they say, Mo? They said, I don't like Mo. He's a hoe. <laughs> I'm joking. That's Maybe, but no, that's not really what happened. My point is, I don't know what my point is. You just got to be Pete Davidson or Lori Harvey, I guess. But free will. Who's next? So Jay-Z 